I would drop her off to school, run to Jersey, go cook for him, and run back to go pick her up from school. It's times, Aunt Tro will tell you, baby girl's so big, she's grown now. She was sitting at his counter doing her homework while I was making his dinner. What's going on, creatives? Welcome back to another episode of the Creatives Are Essential podcast, where we have therapeutic conversations for the creative mind. I am Christina. It's your boy, Mark Lee. Des. And I'm Joe. Walk on, friends. Um, Real quick, we want to give a special shout out to um, our partners over at Musicbed. Um, If you're not for music, if you're not familiar with Musicbed.com, Musicbed is the best place to get music for whatever creative project you're working on, whether that's a podcast short film or whatever you got going on. Now we use music bed on a regular basis because we're very much into production. Yes. Um, but good news for you. If you head over to musicbed.com and you like what you hear and you want to sign up when you sign up for an annual subscription at music bed, you'll get your first month free using promo code. Creatives are essential. Creatives, Creatives are, are essential. essential. All right. We nailed it. That yes. <laughs> good job. So shout out to the good folks over at uh, music bed. And also I want to, Give a special shout out to uh, all of our new subscribers that we got. Hey, guys. y'all watching out there? What up? Appreciate y'all. Welcome to the fam. Welcome. Our last episode kind of got swept up in the uh, winds of YouTube's algorithm somehow. (laughs) Thank you, Kanye. And I'm... (laughs) Thank you. Right. We were were talking about um, the Genius documentary. Yeah. And um, yeah, it just kind of got some traction. So... Yeah. So welcome uh, to the clubhouse, all of the... All of our new subscribers. Yeah. And, you know, shout out to us, you know, mm-hmm. because it wasn't episode five or yeah. or 10 or 15 yeah. that got, you know, some yeah. traction. It was it was episode 31. 31. Jeez. And I just I didn't come here to preach. Yeah. Come on. But I will say, I think it just speaks to a level of consistency. Mm-hmm. And if you stop too short, mm-hmm. you you're just not going to uh, be rewarded with that little bit of mm-hmm. success. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, and it may not be big numbers to everybody, but for us, that's big time. Oh, yeah. I, I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm I'm big on like slow growth and organic growth. So, yes. Good job, guys. Good, Good job. job. High five. Bravo. I just, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's so I got you. <laughs> I really wanted to see y'all try it. Yeah, but, uh, I was. That was gonna be awkward. Yeah. Your space. I would have tried it if I hadn't gotten my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well. Today, we have another good one in store. Um, The person we have on the podcast today with us is very special to me. Um, She's almost like family to me. And I think she is like a star in the making. Come on. Okay. Now, (laughs) a lot of people, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have her on was because a lot of people think of creatives to be, you know, your designers, your photographers, uh, your filmmakers, your musicians. But I think it's so important that we understand we're all creatives and, you know, we all have the opportunity to um, inject some form of creativity in what we do on a regular basis. And we have a chef with us today, Mm. but she's just not any chef. She is world renowned, world renowned, private chef, private chef. She don't do everybody. (laughs) She don't do everybody. (laughs) Listen, I love it. She is, she is exclusive and I've had her food. I can vouch for it now. Okay. She makes a mean shrimp burger. Shrimp burgers. Come on, man. We're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that later. But yes, world renowned private chef and former resident chef of I Am Athlete podcast, the one and only Chef Nancy Green. (laughs) Thank you. First, I want to say congratulations watching you um, transition onto your own podcast, Christina Joe. And now I know Des and Mark. Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And I just want to say congratulations. Christina has always, always tried to uh, empower me to do my own thing. And I just want to thank you for that. She has she holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. Listen, <laughs> I'm just here to be a witness to your greatness. That's all. Uh, <laughs> thank you. That's all doing, I appreciate you. You're doing your thing. I, I appreciate you. You're part of my journey. Awesome. Well, Aww. well, <laughs> Chef, just to get to know you a little bit better and you know, let our audience know a little bit more about who you are. We're going to run through a little something called this or that. So this is okay. going to be fast paced. Okay. So first thing that comes <laughs> to your head. Okay. Don't think about it. Just give us an answer. 
All right, I'm going to throw a few things at you. You ready? I'm ready. Go. All right, here we go. Chicken or fish? Fish. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Ooh, she says she's Nike. 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 Oh, Ooh, okay. <laughs> Spent, she studied abroad. <laughs> Hard candy or chocolate? Chocolate. Okay. Balenciaga or Fendi? Go. Stump. <laughs> we got you. Fendi. 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 Okay. Fendi. It's 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 older. It's more tradition. Balenciaga's new. So you can tell she, she's, she's culture, fashion, she's culture. Yeah. She's been yeah, doing yeah. this for real. All right, ready? This is an <laughs> important one: salmon okay. or salmon? Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> you look. Not, you look disgusted. Just yeah. <laughs> How dare you insult me? <laughs> I, I know you from the the from the New York street. So Biggie or Jay Z? Ooh, that's a good one. That is a really I good can't. one. I you can't. have to. You have no. to. No, you, yeah, you have One's to. Gotta go. <laughs> One's got to go. Uh, they won't go. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Nas. <laughs> no, I won't do that. That might no. be an episode first where someone just skips a this. Right. <laughs> she said, she said, she said I will never, ever. Yeah, the both of them. Okay, here we go. This is a fan favorite. Ready? Good morning or grand rising? Oh. Good morning. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I t- I'm traditional, old school. Good morning. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Ready? Cook for someone or be cooked for? Be cooked for. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's okay? Bonus points. Someone every day. You get a bo- bonus point. What if if he if he breaks out this this particular uh, uh, spread? What is that meal that would be like? Yeah. Yeah. He's he got me. Who's he? Oh, we trying to, we trying to find out. <laughs> Depends on who he is. He can make hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he can just lay in the mud. He's <laughs> stupid. So for me, yeah, it depends on who he is. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, let's get into you, your journey. I love it. Chef Nancy, you're from New York, you know? Oh, yeah. Yep. It's... New York is like a special place when it comes to food. So being raised in New York, I can only imagine like how did how did your love for food and cooking begin? Like what started? What you know, what kind of ignited that journey for you? Well, when I look back, I realized that I paid attention to a lot of what my grandmother was cooking in the kitchen. She was an amazing cook. She made everything from scratch. Also, I'm at my friend's house and I'm paying attention to what their mom is cooking. So that's when I just um, automatically like was attracted to whoever was cooking. I have all different kinds of um, cuisines under my belt. So my best friend's mom was Irish and Spanish. Hmm. That's an interesting combo. (laughs) And there, and then she was married to a black man. So, but she could cook everything, everything and anything on St. Patrick's day. She made, she made um, corned beef and cabbage on, she made soul food. She even made chitlins. I don't eat chitlins, but she knew everything. <laughs> she could make Spanish wow. rice. She could do everything. And I used to just find myself in the kitchen watching her a yeah. lot between her and my grandmother. And then I became the one that cooked for all my friends. Okay. We used to cut school and <laughs> I remember uh, cutting <laughs> school one day and, and it wasn't like, we're going to eat cereal. I'm like, no, I'm going to make spaghetti and sausages for you. We're going to do this. Oh, we're going to wow. do that. And then it just, it just escalated. I was always the place where everyone would come eat. That was wow. that. You were the friend I needed in high school. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we, we had a big Texas and uh Hawaiian punch. <laughs> that's, that's all oh, we no. had. Definitely the oh, friend no, that you didn't minus to... the cutting uh, class. Right, yeah. <laughs> Go take all my mom's groceries. Take all my mom's groceries and cook a big dinner. I was like, no, we're having fried chicken. We're gonna, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Did your mom know when you skipped school? Like when all the groceries were gone, she knew you skipped school or something? Well, actually, I wasn't the one skipping school. So mm. my my best friend was three years younger than me. And then I had got skipped. So I graduated from high school when I was 16. Wow. Then, um. But prior to that, my last year in high school, 
I think I was finished by 1145 because I was I was really smart. Was. Go ahead, Flex. And um, <laughs> so she was the one that was cutting. The, I wasn't cutting. Okay, you just encouraged off. Yeah, you were like, an enabler. That's good. Like, I got my grades. <laughs> no, I didn't really, you couldn't really cut at my school. I went to all girls Catholic high school and mm-hmm. you couldn't. You couldn't cut. They would call if you weren't there oh. <laughs> by nine o'clock looking for you. So it was, yeah, it was just like when my mom was at work and my friends would come over. I expected better from you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do I, I, this, is, this changes my whole outlook on you. Thanks. Thanks, Chef. I had to feed my friends. <laughs> Say it ain't so. <laughs> so so you said you, you uh, learned a lot from your grandmother. Now, mm-hmm. I was with you yesterday. Um, you, and you yeah. were telling me that you are part Panamanian? Yeah, my grandma's from Panama. And my, my mom's from Panama. My dad's from Barbados. Oh, nice. okay. And sorry, huh? I have some. So I have some Barbadian friends. Oh, yeah. And their moms Bajan? Like, Bajan, sorry. And the moms, I was like, wit. <laughs> <laughs> some Bajan friends. Sorry. So, so what? <laughs> We're gonna cut that part. <laughs> We're not. We're keeping it. Yeah. So, so what cuisine was like in your household? Like, what was heavy for you guys? Well, my grandmother used to make a little bit of everything. She was a nurse, but she was an amazing cook. Um, one of the things I remember her making was cuckoo. Like they call it fungi. So mm. it was like cornmeal with okra and fish in it. Mm, sounds good. Okay. Yeah, of course. Everything like else that you got. Um, I love okra. <laughs> well, fried like okra. or like boiled? Because boiled is kind of slimy. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. very. Like, I don't like. You it. don't like. My you parent. don't like red snap and okra. You don't like. Oh my god, okra is well, very good. I, so uncultured. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had two separate. Where are you from? I'm Haitian Bahamian, but I was born here. Oh, you, you want, like conch and creole? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that black rice. Yeah. Fried pork. All right, come on yeah, back. Jean Jean. Jean Jean. Jean Jean. You know how to make these Jean Jean? No. Okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna learn. Okay. Because I love it. But I'm trying to stay away from rice. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off, Chef. You were, you were talking about um, your okra meal thing from home. <laughs> oh no, I was just saying it's okay. It was uh, we call it cuckoo, or some people call it fungi. It was uh, cornmeal with. Saltfish and okra, mm. all mixed up. <laughs> okay, that I'm not gonna lie. I'm not picturing something that looks great, but I trust that I I trust that you know what you're doing, <laughs> what what a good meal looks like. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's. Good. I have an idea. So Uh-oh. there should be a part two to this interview where you come in and and you make your the what the fungi, yeah, and then we mm-hmm. taste it. Oh, I would love okay. that. Would you guys love that? <laughs> <laughs> right? Come on. Please. Back me up, please. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for I'm always down to try something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, one day for what? you guys, yeah. You know okay. I don't cook for everybody. Yeah. And since you're going to be here anyway, right? you can bring all oh, maybe some strip burgers. I don't know. You know I knew just... he, I, I didn't know he was going to say that. Listen, them strip Every burgers. Every time Joe sees me, he asks for a shrimp burger. Hey, hey Chef Nancy, what's up with them shrimp burgers? <laughs> I don't, I don't know if we could afford you. I don't know if we could afford you, so we're gonna have a car wash, uh, so we could. Pay yeah, we're gonna raise money. <laughs> <laughs> Cash app creatives are essential. Real. All right, I'll take that. But anything for Christine and Joe. Now that you guys are, you're part of the family too. So. Hey, come on. <laughs> Close mouth, don't get fed. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. So nope. I do have a question for you. So yeah. every time I see you um, online or Instagram or whatever it is, you're always so fly. So super fly. When yes, we yes. think of a chef, you always think of you know the chef's robe and the and the hat. Um, but you bring a different approach to it from a fashion sense. Was there something behind that that influenced you to just you know? Dress how you want to dress. And do you dress like that when you cook? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> okay. Um, so the first thing I want to say is that I'm from New York. Okay. Born and raised. Enough said. I've, I've only been in, well, I've been going back and forth for 20 years. I've always had a place here. But it's a New York thing. She was born with swag is what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's a New York thing. And I've been doing this for a long, my whole life, my whole life. 
So it's nothing new. It's not for Instagram. It's just, I mean, at 13 years old, we used to take the train to Fifth Avenue and and go walk in the Gucci store. They let you at in? 15, at oh, wow. 15, 16, we would take our <clears throat> college stipend checks and go spend them in the Gucci store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm not mad at that. I, 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 I can see that. Yeah, I'm not I'm, mad. Just, I get you know, my same, my same best friends, uh, we would walk up and down Fifth Avenue and watch what the rich women had on. That's just, that's just part of our culture, just New York, um, dressing and being fly. Gotta be, gotta be clean. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so you, uh, no, I do not, I do not dress like this for work. Um, when it's time for me to work, I look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Because I refuse to mess up anything good. Yeah. So you will see me in dark clothes. You might some some Walmart. Some yeah. Walmart. Yeah, wrong, wrong, wrong. We were talking uh earlier this week and back in the day you could get some diggies from Walmart for yeah. like twenty bucks. Now it's like Yeah, crazy. Diggies. So I Yeah, just anything. I know you, But as long as it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about New York, um, We've talked about it. It's come up a couple of times. Do you feel like that's influenced your cooking in other, any other way outside of just the fashion? Absolutely. It's a melting pot. So um, before school, I always went to different restaurants. My hobby, like, I mean, I enjoyed going out to eat. I went to eat with my family. I went to eat with my friends in all different kinds of restaurants. So we have a little Italy. We have Chinatown. We have everything uh caribbean food you we would go to like brooklyn you know what i mean like flatbush and you go like you just there's all different kinds of food mm. and all different kinds of people so you get to eat authentic amazing food yeah and yeah when i went to school i went to i went to the french culinary institute and um that's since it was in soho it's actually closed now we we were next door to Chinatown, so we would go get fresh produce and fresh fish. We would walk to you know to Chinatown, and it's just uh, everything. You could just restaurants everywhere. I can't. It's just I love home, as you can see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I go often. I'm going to in, in a day and a half. <laughs> I was just about to ask you, when was the last time you went up there? Um, two weeks ago. Oh, oh yeah, she's not kidding. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, I normally go once a month. The uh, with the pandemic that stopped me, okay. but um, I, I love home. I love the balance, though. I need to go back and forth because down here, I like down here. It's so amazing time. and awesome. Yeah, go, go ahead, continue. <laughs> in, in Florida, can do no wrong. Uh huh. In the winter time. <laughs> In the summertime, it's very humid, and it's the rainy season, and then that's when I like to go up north. <laughs> yeah, must be nice, right? Because we just yeah. stuck, right? I got rain. Rain. In New York, there's no other. This like it's just I so you guys, that. you guys get to be outdoors all year round. If you notice, if you've ever been to New York in the winter time, the streets are not they're they're clear. Because it's cold, mm -hmm. yeah. We 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 stay in for the winter months. We go where we have to go to work, you know, mm -hmm. and home. So as soon as the weather breaks, that's why you see people outside. Yeah. They're yeah. on their porches. They're in the park. They're sitting on a bench somewhere. Just because now we get to come outside. It's basically like hibernation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If we we covered this already, but what part of New York are you from? Queens, Jamaica, Queens, right outside JFK. Do you get like offended when someone says that you're from a different part of New York? No, no, okay, okay. Because the people, yeah, people I, I know, they're like, I'm yeah. not from there. I'm from, yeah. you know. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I spent a lot of time in Brooklyn. My dad is from Brooklyn, so um, the, all most of my family's from Brooklyn. So I spent a lot of my childhood years in Brooklyn. So it's like Queens by way of Brooklyn, I guess I could say Brooklyn by way of Queens. I Okay, um, but I just love New York. <laughs> yeah, I love New York too. It's it's such a vibe, and it's just so rich in culture. You know, I just I know you love it. I love it. <laughs> I do. I do. I might go this summer just to get away from all the yeah. I only went to New York one misery. time, and it was like a turnaround trip. 
Like I really didn't get a chance to experience yeah. anything. Oh yeah, nothing it, at all. You need to come. And I wasn't even, like in the city, city. Like it was like on the outskirts. Oh wow! Yeah, so we have to plan a trip. And you got to come this summer. Meet me there. Pull up. So I'll send you my cash out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also send the shrimp burgers. <laughs> well, real quick, uh, you briefly mentioned the Culinary Institute that you went to. Um, yes, the French Culinary Institute. Yes. So how long ago did you start cooking professionally and what what ignited that? Like what started that, you know? Journey. Well, I went to culinary arts school in 2010. I was 40 years old. I needed mm. a change. I was going through a lot. I was a functional depressed person and I definitely needed a way out of my situation. And I decided to go to culinary arts school and I attended the French Culinary Institute. Um, and then after I graduated, I stayed home for another two years, but not doing not not doing anything. So I was practicing at home every day. I was selling food out my front door because I'm a hustler. Wow. At the end of the day, I'm going to figure out a way to make, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to make some money. I'm going to flip some money somehow, some way. And I mean, it was days that I could, I would make $2,000 from my front door from in my kitchen. In a day? Oh, wow. What? In a selling day? what? What was, <laughs> what, that, what, what was in that food? That food. <laughs> I know. Food. But like, I know like, there's like a go-to, like you hear about the lady down the street, like, yo, so-and-so be selling food. Like, what were they coming to get? Selling plates. Like, what? Plates, yeah. Was it like a different meal, like each each day or something like that? So, no, you would, I, I didn't do it every day. It was, I would take a weekend and do it. Um, So you can have fish option, chicken, just a fish and chicken option. $2,000 in one day? Yo, we selling plates. <laughs> <laughs> right out the studio. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was already popular. I was oh, like, a, oh. so that kind of like, um, you know, yeah. helped. So Nancy's selling food. Okay. So everybody would come by. So and I was known for good food. So like American gangster popular? What are we talking about? Here? What's American gangster popular? I don't know what that means. Okay, so we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> I'm stuck on you started at forty. Cause for one, yeah. you don't yeah. you don't look a day over forty. Mm-mm. I'm fifty two. I'll be fifty three oh, wow. in May. Shut your face. Huh. Black, don't cry. No. <laughs> Here is the evidence of it. For real. I drink a lot of water. <laughs> so you start at 40 years old like did you feel i'm imagining like if you're in school you're probably in school with a bunch of like 20 some year olds oh my god i was in school with kids my daughter's age and it was it was grueling i went to the french culinary institute again i graduated from high school when i was 16 in 1986 i went to college for maybe you know, two years after that, like on and off. I, 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 I attended University of Maryland for some months and just stopped. Um, so for me to go back to school at 40, I had two kids um, and I had to learn all these French terms. I'm in school with girls my daughter's age, but it That's was crazy. like, it was go time for me. It was go time for me. I needed it. And um, it cooking and learning culinary arts saved me. Yeah. Was that awkward at all? Like, like, was it like, or yeah. Very, very. But I was at the point where, listen, it's either you going to sink or swim. Yeah. And I, I wasn't sinking. Yeah. That's good. I I think that I was going to ask that question. Was there ever a point where you thought like, Maybe this is just not it, or you thought about quitting? Absolutely. One of my teachers, he was so hard on me. (laughs) But the funny thing is that we are friends to this day. Uh, He was like the hardest on me. So during school, when you, they'll tell you to, they'll give you a dish to make, you got to make the dish and then you got to pass it to your chef instructors and they would taste it. Sometimes if it wasn't even plated the way it was supposed to be plated, they'll push it back and not even taste it like, "Mm mm-mm. And I just felt like this man was so hard on me and, and he was younger than me. 
But he yeah. was so hard on me and like I I took it as a disrespect. So I never forget one day I was like, I'm gonna wear my big roly. So when I pass that food to him, he's gonna know that I'm not gonna really <laughs> all this stuff that didn't even matter. And come to find out, he just he just recently, when the school closed a couple of years ago, he wrote me and told me how I inspired him. Wow. 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 Yeah, he said, watching you in your journey, you're inspiring me now to shift and open my own business and do something else. Wow. wow. And he's very successful right now doing it. And again, we, we, we're, we're close to this day. It's so funny because I used to be like, he's so hard on me. He's so hard on me. And, and now just for, to, for him to write that to me, I was like, oh, my gosh, like yeah. I didn't. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> like I made, <laughs> I made it. A lot of the kids that um, I went to school with, they, they didn't, you know, mm. I was fortunate enough not to have to take out a loan. I paid cash for school, but I watched kids that took out loans to go to culinary arts school. Then they try to become line cooks because you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And a line cook in a restaurant or a hotel is very grueling and you don't make much money. Mm. So you end up doing something else. Yeah. Mm. So now you have this, you have this loan over your head and you're not even practicing the craft, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, my last module of school there was a ta- there's a there was a French restaurant attached to my school. That's when I realized, oh man, so I want to be a chef, but I don't want to work in a restaurant because it was basically like Hell's Kitchen. They're yelling at you and screaming mm. at you, and I was like, okay, yeah. no, it's a no for not me. Not I'm not the one. I'm from New York. <laughs> like I'm already forty years old. Right? Who's gonna be yelling at me? Because this not gonna work. This is not gonna work. And. But I still went home after I graduated. I was home and I was practicing and practicing every day. I go out to eat with my friends or my family and I come back home and I recreate what I tasted. And I'm talking fancy restaurants, all different kinds of restaurants. I'm going to Philippe's and getting salt and pepper lobster. I'm going home and I'm recreating it. Every Anything that I tasted, I was going home and I'm recreating it. And so I, that's what I'm known for, recreating mm. dishes in, in certain restaurants. And I got good at that. I just think it, it's so inspiring because we're, you know, we have conversations and, you know, some of us are a little older. <laughs> um, and I think people around our age, 30s, you know, we already feel like, man, we're so behind. Like you, you see social media, you see what's out there. People married with kids or in their careers and thriving. Mm-hmm. And you can sometimes feel as if like, when is it going to be my turn? Mm-hmm. Or like man, I'm getting old, but here you are Mm -hmm. as fine as you are (laughs) Mm -hmm. 40 starting over like from scratch. What would you say to someone who is in that place where they're in their 20s? It's never too late. It's Mm -hmm. never too late. Trust the process is, I mean, it's times when I like, my, my both my kids inspired me. They I always often say they're the wings beneath my wings, the wind beneath my wings. Um, I remember one day I was crying, and my um, oldest daughter was like, "Ma, it has to be something you can do. It has to be some like again." My my kids, I inspired them, and then they turned around and inspired me. Mm, yeah, she's like, "You have to figure something out," and I was like, "Yeah, I have to," and I did. You know, so for for anyone, I would say get up, go back to school, uh, whatever it is you 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 want. You want that man, go for it. You want that job, go for it. You want to go to school, you want that career, go for it. You know, um, I'm all about manifestation, and I've been blessed to um, basically God gives me anything I want, so Ooh, I can't hmm. complain. I love it. Yeah, I, even my life prior to this, you said you said American Gangster was similar to that. But growing up where I grew up, I grew up in South Jamaica, Queens in the 80s, in the middle of the crack era. Although I came from a great family, my dad was a principal. My mother was a teacher in where, you know, where I lived. I, and I went to Catholic school, but going on and off the bus, I still had to walk past the drug dealers. I grew up around the drug dealers, you know, and some very big drug dealers. 
that became, those are my, those are my friends, family, you know? So those are the things that you get to idolize. When I'm younger, we didn't have social media like you, you guys do. We didn't have the access. We had three magazines, the Ebony, the Jet. I don't even think Essence was out yet. Maybe, I don't know. But we only saw, it may, it may have been about 10 people that we can look to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muhammad Ali. What's the other one um, that boxed? Then Red Fox. You know, it wasn't that many people that we could look at and say, oh my God, he has a Rolls Royce or he has this, he has that. What what I saw was in the street. Those were the people with the Rolls Royces and the Mercedes Benz and the furs down to their ankles. So what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Um, not only that, I went to Catholic school. My school was multicultural. I went to school with a lot of mafia princesses a lot of these movies that you that you see goodfellows and all that stuff one of those guys in there was my friend's father you know what i mean like i oh, oh. Wow. Mm. about that life people have no idea what i come from and what i've experienced yeah. <laughs> so so for me to be where i'm at today I, I i'm very grateful um but it's a choice yeah you're like you're either gonna sink or swim me, I, I always say, and it was a prayer that I always said, I was fully aware of the life that I chose, mm. but I still need your help, God, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I raised my daughters to be different mm. than the way I was. And uh, that was, that turned out to be amazing because I always told them, listen, don't see what, don't do what you see me do. Do what I tell you to do. Yeah. And this is what I need you to do. I need you to stay in your books. I need you to focus. I'll do everything else. Just focus on school. So when people, they'll say, oh, you spoiled them. I told them to do focus on your schoolwork and I will take care of everything else. And that's what I did. I kept an open communication with them. I didn't have an open communication with my mom. I'm my mom's youngest child of young, youngest of eight. Oh, wow. My oldest brother's 65. My mother had me when she was 32. So we, when you see Christine, how close me and my girls are, yeah. it's because I didn't have that with my mom, you know? Yeah. So for me, I made sure that I kept an open communication with my, with my kids. I don't care what you do. Come tell me so we can figure out how we're going to fix whatever yeah. you did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And fortunately I've never had a problem with either one of them. Both of them are very successful, amazing, smart, Got 24-year-old, 29-year-old, no grandkids yet. One works for the MLB, Days. She's a teacher. She just graduated in August. That's awesome. Shout out to Days. Love Days. Yeah. So the other one is a legal coordinator for the Major League Baseball Association. How How did you balance starting over again and still being a good mom like that? Like you're you're dedicated to them. Yeah. Um, it was still all part of my journey. Days, I drove days back and forth to school till 10th grade, to 10th grade, till she got her own car. Wow. And still, I think I went to school because I would run back to go get her. You know, even when I cooked, my first client was Antrell Roll, number 26 on the New York Giant. And I would drop her off to school run to Jersey, go cook for him and run back to go pick her up from school. It's times Antro will tell you baby girl's so big. She's grown now. She was sitting at his counter doing her homework wow. while I was making his dinner. Wow. That's wow. I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. call it. So let me know when you release your bestseller. You know, I was gonna say that. I feel like <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be that found footage in her documentary, like right. down the line, like a cooking genius. And, and Netflix is going to pay us for this footage. Thirty million dollars. <laughs> Do you have any anything in the works? Any books? Any cookbooks? I oh, work cookbook. so much, but I do, I do, and I and I need to work on it more because I haven't given it the proper focus. Um, because I work so much, mm-hmm. I. But I need to work on it even more. Yeah. And everyone keeps saying it. Even yesterday, Christina, you know, the guy was like. Why don't you have your own show? Like, uh, honestly, oh, I've only been saying to, that for two years. So. Yeah, you have. I never even wanted to be in front 
of the camera. <laughs> yeah. Look but how that's I am athlete. Out. Yeah, I am athlete. Brandon thrusted me in front of the camera. Shout out to him for yeah. that. Yeah, I never wanted to uh, be in front of the camera. That's just not again what I come from. Mm. We don't. We're never in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was a podcast about football. I knew nothing about football. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm not yeah. saying much because <laughs> <laughs> what do I, I, well, I don't even know who God, he, when Brandon called me to work for him. I had to Google him. <laughs> who are you? Well, that, that actually brings my next, my next question is like, how did you make that transition into becoming this like private chef for, you know, athletes and stuff like that? How did, how did that happen? So um, two years after I graduated again, I'm staying, I stayed home. I was practicing my craft. Instagram, uh, my friend's niece, who we're not even close, uh, Chef Richard Ingram, Dwayne Wade's private chef, put up a, a flyer for auditioning. He was looking for private chefs in the New York area. And my one of my good friend's niece sent it to me. He's like, you should try out for this. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, so then I showed it to my daughter and my, and my ex at the time. And they're like, you should do it. And I was like, I'm not going to get it. And then days goes, well, if you don't try it, I'm never going to speak to you again. <laughs> wow. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, and the audition's on your birthday. She was like, if you don't go, I'm never going to speak to you again. How old was she at the time? 15. Wow. 15. Mm -hmm. That's very selfless. And, um, <laughs> yeah, she was like, you need to to try it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make a miso glazed cod. I'm going to go get this cod. I'm going to fillet it in front of them. So I'm going to practice. I go buy this cod fish, fresh. It's so fresh. I'm in my house filleting it and there's worms <gasps> in it. I was like, that's not oh. going to work. I can't do this. <laughs> this is wait, not wait, 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 wait. There was worms in worms. the fish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, what's the next like, move? What did you do? Well, this was at the house. At, when yeah, you this is a practice time. fish. But still, some people would just be like, you know what? Forget this. It's a right? sign. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's me. Like, you know, we go on vibes and signs. As a West Indian, we go on vibes and signs. So, I was like, this is not going to work. And then my ex was like, do that chicken you do. I don't even know why you're trying to do something extra that you don't be like, why are you do that chicken? That chicken is really good because I make this amazing crispy chicken. I got this cold pan method and the skin gets really crispy like chicharrona. And he was like, do that chicken. I was like, chicken? I'm not going to get this with chicken. And I was like, all right, I'll take this chicken up a few notches. I'm going to go buy a truffle and I'm going to shave it and I'm going to put some truffle under the skin and finish it off with some truffle oil. So I'm going to take that chicken up 10 notches now. Go buy a truffle this big for $300. And I did it and I got it. <laughs> and the yeah. chef was like, oh my God. And he watched me. And to this day, He's like, I can't get the chicken the way you get it. Because it's a it's a process. It's something that I learned in, in the French Culinary Institute. And there's a method to it. So um, great reviews. I've made that chicken for everybody. I taught Kelly Rowland how to make that chicken. She, she used to, because I gave her lessons before. She was my actual first celebrity client before intro roll. And um, I taught her how to make that chicken. I made that chicken for Robin Roberts. She absolutely loves that chicken. <laughs> That's your yeah. signature. That's crazy. Yeah. You, said, you said Kelly Rowland. She, you got her number? I'm so. <laughs> I'm <just> yeah. <laughs> she, she married. Oh, she's still married? Yeah. <laughs> uh, never mind. And happily. <laughs> I got her and her husband's number. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need this. <laughs> That's amazing. What's your favorite part of creating dishes? Like when you're putting the elements together? Oh, it's not about the, the putting it together. It's the, the reviews afterwards. It's mm. when someone tastes it. It's when Joe will be like that. He's still talking about shrimp burger I gave him two years ago. That's right. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> this is very know, true. That first time we had so, that shrimp burger, it was after a long day of shooting. Very long day. The podcast, I Am Athlete. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I bit into that burger. And when I tell you a glory tear almost came yeah. down my face, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> never got another yeah. one after that. So yeah, we gotta, we, won't, we, won't we gotta fix that. that. Yeah, <laughs> and even with that, people they add stuff to their shrimp burgers. I just have shrimp in mine, and everyone wants to know how I do that. But that's a secret for my book. That's, that's <laughs> right, and for us. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I love, I love to see you in your element. Like I've been fortunate enough to be around you while you're cooking multiple times, and you just yeah. kind of lock in to like another zone oh yeah you know like what's going through your head when you're in your when you're in your zone it like you know i know you have creative ideas because i am i've never had any or i've never tasted it's definitely like like you said being creative it's when a painter paints so now i'm just doing i'm painting you know yeah i'm doing what i do i'm in my element i'm in my glory um again it saved me so I give it my all. I love it. I'm probably going to cook to the day I die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like a, a go-to meal? Like you could cook no. it with your eyes closed? Oh, yeah. But I people, what, what do you mean a go-to she's meal? Like, she's right. like, yeah, all of them. Right. <laughs> I do this. <laughs> no, well, so because people tend to ask you that, that same question. Uh, what's your favorite thing to cook? Do you have a signature dish? Being a private chef, you don't have you don't have that because you need to be versatile. I'm coming to your house every day. You're not. Well, some people want the same thing repetitively, but I have clients that will tell me that they had something in the south of France and they want me to recreate it. And I got to try to recreate Mm. it. Anything. I have a good question. Yes. Seeing that you're this world renowned, phenomenal five star chef. Do you ever go to restaurants and like when you mm. get the food, you like, I could cook this better. Yes. Yeah. Is it yes. hard? Is it hard for you to enjoy food outside of the home because of that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer your food over everything else? Uh, that's probably a really dumb question. Like, I it pre- depends. It depends. Um, I may go through uh, uh, the time when it's just like, I just want something that I make. But then because I work every day, I don't feel like cooking. Mm. So like today I had leftovers from my girlfriend's house on Friday because <laughs> I'm not going to cook. It's right. my day off, mm. you know, um, only Christina can have me do this today. <laughs> but on so Sunday and Sunday is my day to recharge. I meditate. I I don't do anything if I don't have to. Like if it's not an event going on or something, I just uh, recharge, regroup for the week. Okay. So, no, I'm not. Some I'm not gonna. I, I made breakfast for myself today, but it's simple, like avocado toast and eggs. Like I don't. I'm not gonna. But you probably I'm, like it's simple. But you probably over here chopping up onions. And yeah. <laughs> simple to you. <laughs> but also, I live by myself now. When I had, if the kids were here, if Days was here, then I'd be more inclined to cook for her, you know, mm-hmm. some days, not all days. Then, you know, it just makes it, okay, well, I'm going to make this for us. Other than that, I buy stuff and it just goes to waste. So I just keep food in my fridge. Okay. okay. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're talking to, a, you know, well, let's say to the creative uh, realm at, at large, you know, there's a lot of single creatives out there that you know, might be looking to just make some meals for themselves, you know, what's a good like starter meal, you know, like they just got some pots and pans. (laughs) (laughs) What's an easy, but yet impressive uh, meal to start off with. Go to Trader Joe's. They have a lot of things that, that help start, start, you know, that you, that are already seasoned Mm -hmm. and, and they're good, you know, Mm-hmm. like some of the things um it depends what do you like to eat i mean it's not Chicken. me or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know food uh, <laughs> i love it all you know what i really like shrimp burgers um so you know this <laughs> so trader joe's has one it's not uh, we tried it no, it's not no. the same it's no. not the same chef nancy mm. don't even do that no <laughs> You know, but yeah, I guess I'm kind of I can I can be whatever. But I'm just trying to find something that's simple and you know not too Some, simple and healthy or just simple. Yes. 
yeah, let's go simple and healthy. Simple and healthy. So some minus salad. avocados because avocados are gross. Oh, I love avocados. Sorry so um, <laughs> salad, do some salad. No, salad um, a- that's too healthy. Like, I mean. <laughs> All right, Joe, do some peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. <laughs> so funny thing, peanut butter and jelly is a, well, I don't use peanut butter, almond butter and, and jelly is a go-to meal for me. Too. Almond butter. I come home from a long day at work and I don't, I just get my gluten-free bread and toasted almond butter and jelly or I, I have soup. Do you, wait, you make soup from scratch? Of course, I make soup from scratch, but when I'm on my way home from work and tired, I'll stop and get some pho. Oh, some pho? Yeah, that's yeah. the... Is that Vietnamese? Yeah. Some people call it See? pho, but oh, okay. it's really pho. I, I know pho. I know pho. You know what I'm saying? It's pho. Okay. It's really pho. It's pho? Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We've already established you're not as cultured I'm, as some I'm of cultured. us. Oh. Hey, what the um, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Don't slip up. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of close. Okay, so Chef Nancy, I have a question. So you yeah. you you become a private chef. You have Kelly Rowland, uh, Tyler Perry, Brandon Marshall. Um, you're you know seen on I Am Athlete. Now you're cooking with Victor Oladipo, um, Levante yeah. David, Levante. Oh, add, on, add to the on. list. Come on, LLPJ and his wife are very good friends of mine and clients. I, I do a lot of their private events. Um, I don't know. I got to look. I, I just, a lot of people. It's just so many people. <laughs> so you're established in that space, right? So what makes you now um, pivot to entrepreneurship? Because last year you launched the Chef Nancy Collection Spices. Yes. So talk yes, to us about that. Oh, um, well, I, 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 oh gosh. Um, you know, well with cooking, we try to use mostly fresh ingredients, fresh herbs and stuff. And a lot of times they aren't available. So I, I felt like I wanted to make something. I like flavorful food, um, being of Caribbean descent, we like flavor. So I needed to create to make sure I always had some good flavor on hand. So I made my own spice line, came out with my own spice line and it's doing very well. I may say. I know I'm, I'm I have them. That. I have them myself, and they oh, they legit. Okay. They legit. <laughs> now now that I'm into the cooking field, I will be picking up some Chef Nancy spices. Um, so oh. I can. When I can did you get into the cooking field? Um, right now, this during oh, this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chef Nancy, with every guest, um, we have this segment that we like to call Creative Confessions. Okay, so we just gonna ask you, um, you know, just some, when I thought I said oh I can say my chick on us, I can't face. So we're gonna ask you, you know, some some deep questions. The first one being, um, what do you struggle with most as a creative? So my my current one of my current clients, he he loves chicken. So I got to figure out all different ways to make chicken. I mean, I love chicken too. It's it's my it's a favorite mine too, but to make sure it's not boring or whatever, I gotta just keep coming up with different ways of making chicken. Okay, trying to stay original. Yeah. 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 So, how do you deal with creative block when it comes to like um, a meal? Like you're trying to figure out what you're gonna cook for a client. It, do you ever have a moment where you're like, unsure? I got lots of books. I have. Uh, colleagues that we keep tight. There's a we have a like a, a couple. We have, have a sisterhood of, of chefs. Uh, Chef Tiffany, Chef to the Stars, Chef Jay, Chef Danny. Um, that I can call, or even just we go on each other's pages. Or we have books. I have lots of books and magazines. And when I'm in the store, I buy books and magazines. So I'll just look and read and and do my menu plan and get inspiration from that. Okay. So one thing is that um, you can have something, but you know that that saying, you can make something and I can make something. We can use the same recipe, but it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know? you can. And I, so we would we, we try to remix things to make it our own. There's, it's not going to taste as good because they don't have the Chef Nancy seasoning. That's yeah. what it is. Mm. Mm. You bomb. don't have this hand. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
Come on. You said it's, it ain't about the season. <laughs> Let me tell wrist. you. It's in the wrist. You don't got Chef Nancy. That's what you don't got. <laughs> no, honestly, you got to know how to season. Mm. You got to know how to season. You got to know, you know, what you're looking for. You got to know if you're putting too much or too little. And I don't really go by recipes. Mm. Like somebody asked me, did I ever mess up a dish? And I'm like, you ever see an uh, uh, um, artist fall off a stage or something? They get back up and they keep going. I got to make sure I fix it and make yeah. it right. You won't know that I messed up because yeah. I'm still going to make it taste good. Like so. Seasoning tastes better when you do it like this. Well, the reason why they do it like that is... <laughs> you don't even got to answer that question. You don't got to answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> so honestly, it's a trajectory. So it, it could go further. If you're up higher, it can go further. If you're down low, it stays in one oh. spot. That makes sense. That's why I'll be doing so that when I'll be cooking trage- for y'all. Trajectory. I'll be up there like, no. All right, so okay. that's why you see them do that. Oh. So a lot of times if a person will have salt in the salt shaker or they'll put, they'll put salt in a bowl and then they'll, because mm-hmm. it's the trajectory. Like you can kind of like get it where you want it opposed to it going where it wants to go. Don't be. Yeah, don't share too many secrets. Save that. that. Save that for the book. <laughs> Save that for the book. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm comfortable where I'm at. I'm not. Oh. I, I don't. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> I'm confident. They. I'm happy to share anything. Yeah. But I did definitely save the good things for the book. <laughs> right. What's your biggest fear as a creative? Not being creative. Mm. not being creative not having not being able to wow people if someone doesn't everyone's not going to enjoy what you make and you just need to be open to be critiqued that's okay and that's That's one thing that you in school too like joe may like the shrimp burger but mark may not like the shrimp burger It's, it's just you just got to, I'll find what Mark likes and then I'll get Mark the next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We're going to hold you to that. That might even, <laughs> that might even slide into our last question. Like what, what do you, what, what advice would you give to other creatives? Um, stay the course. Hmm. Remain courageous and confident. Uh, consistency, be consistent. And, you know, once you work hard, it, it pays off. It pays off. Like people have no idea that I come home with swollen ankles that I put my feet up, you know, um, or that I got bulging this resting on my nerve root, you know, um, they just see what Mark said, the clothes and you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the hours it takes for me to do what I do before I even start to cook, I got to go shop and I may not source everything from one store. I might have to go to three different stores, sometimes four before I even get to work to start to cook. So my thing is just know that you will get out what you put in. That's good. Yeah. That's so I good. make sure I put it, I put a hundred percent so I can get a hundred percent. That's good. I love yeah. that. Well, Chef Nancy, thank you so much for joining You're welcome. us. Like I know it's your day off. Thank you that you would, you know, you know, take some time out and just sit with us and talk to us about everything that you're doing. I love what you're doing. I think thank you. you are on your way to being a household name, especially when you start your show and your book <laughs> and your book, you got your, you got your spices out. What's what's next? We doing we doing knives? We doing like what's next? Food tour? I don't know. Food tour? A food I tour? Know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay tuned. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. Okay. Well, um, thank you for having me. Oh, of course. It's like and thank you for being a part of my journey because you guys are a part of my journey. Oh, listen, I. <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna cry. <laughs> so stupid. Well, the onions. Let the people know. Let the people know where they can uh, follow you, connect with you, and all that good stuff. Uh, Chef Nancy N A N C I E on Instagram. ChefNancy.com um, is my website. Uh, Chef Nancy, same as the Instagram, is my Twitter. 
I don't really go on Twitter, but I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go and to her um, website. Chef yeah, ChefNancy.com. N-E-N-C-I-E. Buy them spices because they are good. Yeah, I'm going to put an order in when I leave. So Okay, I'll be waiting come. to see if that pops up on my phone. Right, <laughs> and I'm going to check. I'll wait I'm for it. Check. <laughs> it will, you should cook with it next time. I could. I'll here. be cooking for them. It wasn't good the last Twice. time. It, it was, was good. good. It, it was, was good. good. I'll give good. you. I, I'll give you. Some I, I knew we had this episode coming, so I was like, I have to get my chef Nancy on. <laughs> so um, extra. So yeah. What but, did you make? I made a uh, uh <laughs> <What> was, <laughs> was, I made a stir fry with uh some Franca uh, white rice steak with white rice some yeah stir fry potatoes potatoes with what you said Franks uh the Franca uh, <laughs> steak I forget Frank's the name sausage. of it. Oh, flake. Flank. Flank. My homeboy is name his name is Frank. So <laughs> I got the two mixed up. So but I was like, wait, Flank. So yeah, um <laughs> the next the honestly when uh that's another thing in school when we got to school, I first got to school, they said everyone here thinks that they can cook. Someone's told them that their food was good, so everyone mm. thinks they know how to cook. And in school, they literally start you from the beginning. I had I had a friend say, "Why'd you spend all that money to go to school? You already know how to cook. You could you should took that money, open up a restaurant." Da, da, da. I'm like, okay. Mm, but I I started in school. They start you with how to learn to boil water, how to even mm. boil an egg properly, because there's a proper way to boil an egg. I feel like I don't hey, know that put way. Pot, put a thing on on medium. <laughs> Your egg. <laughs> may have a green ring around it. That's not a properly boiled mm. egg. Your egg may not be cooked inside. There's all different ways to boil eggs. And then there's different, there's a five-minute egg, a three-minute egg. There's all different ways to boil eggs. Huh. The proper way. So well, you should be like, you from beep, beep, the beep, beep, right, <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. And so how do you boil an egg? Oh. Um, so I go to the store. I go to the store. I get the egg. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look on the um, side and says to see if it's like a five minute egg, a three. Minute no, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, I just you just put when it. When you in go a pot. to the store, not to cut you off. When next time you go to the store, read the date on the eggs. You ever read the date? Yes, ma'am. Okay, make sure you read the date. <laughs> and you open up the carton and then you you know check it and stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, you mom. read the date because oh. eggs. You need, they need to be like a month in advance. Sometimes, like you, you don't get any eggs that are close really? to what. It, yeah, those are old eggs. So if you've ever boiled some eggs and you couldn't really peel them properly, mm-hmm. it's because they're old, huh. and they have that smell. It's because they're old. All right, you know what? <laughs> we we gonna wrap up and we just gonna come over for dinner. Yeah. All right. Like so, just we we'll gonna bring the eggs. We'll <laughs> <laughs> he still didn't tell me how he boils oh, an egg. Oh, um, I mean, put the water in. I put a little salt in the water just to get the, the water boiling. Okay. Is that oh. true? I'm listening. I didn't tell oh. you anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is a test. And I put the egg in until the water starts boiling. I leave it in there for like. When do you put the egg in? Oh. Uh. You put the <laughs> dog in me. I, 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 it's probably wrong. Just say I, it. Just say it. <laughs> I put it in before it starts to boil. Oh, before. So yeah. you put it in before. Yeah. Okay. And then once it's ready, then I. How do you know when it's ready? When that time will go off. When you guess, <laughs> when you're like, yeah, that's good enough. And then you take it out. That's about right. She said, so she said, when the timer goes off, when do you, when do you start timing? I start timing. <laughs> you put it in when the water starts to boil. She knows what she she knows how to boil an egg. Man, Mark don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to start timing when the water comes to a boil. Mm-hmm. You can't put the water in the the egg in the water and then start timing because the water is not up to a boil yet. Oh, I don't time. Oh. I just I'm just telling you. So then, so to make a proper eight minute, five minute, whatever egg, you start the timer when the water starts to boil. All right. Well, for now on, you're making the eggs this. I got you. <laughs> and I know what's next for you. I know what's next for you. The right. Chef Nancy um, culinary lessons, because clearly we all need some work. Yeah, we do. I do that. Culinary basics. Do? 
Oh yeah, five hundred dollars for three hours. Um, we just gonna come over <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> is, is, that, <laughs> is that well? Because we there's five of us here. We could all put in a hundred. Who not included? Chef Nancy, why, why are you doing <laughs> well, this? Doing this. <laughs> you know, we respect that because we... This, you're right. We don't know this I, no, you're you're right. Yeah, yeah, listeners, yeah. that's yeah. your price. So don't try to skim her. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll be right over. <laughs> yeah, we're going to come over right after this. Just get dinner ready now. And then well, maybe we can just watch you do what you do. Yeah. yeah. And so then we'll see we'll you shortly. I'm not doing anything. Observe. We'll see you soon. See, yeah, we'll okay. see you in an hour. Show us how to properly warm up the leftovers, too. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Chef Nancy. I love you, too. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. So thank you guys for watching. Um, you know, you can follow us on Instagram at Creatives Are Essential. And go ahead and subscribe uh, to the podcast since, you know, y'all are doing that now. Appreciate it. Um, we'll catch you on the next one. My name is Christina. It's your boy, Mark Lee. Des. And I'm Joe. Later, friends. Peace. Peace.